Hey everybody, welcome to Nation. My name is Jersey, and you're here. What is up? I definitely appreciate you stopping by. If this is your first time, thanks for coming by. My name is Jersey. Have a look around, see what you like. If you do like the show, please go back, watch a couple other episodes, uh, find it on our YouTube channel. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe, of course. If you are part of the nation, what is up? What is up? Just like always, I want to remind you, please shoot me your email if you want one of the nation stickers to be part of the nation, to be part of all the giveaways. Uh, definitely do that. It's josh at windowcleaningresource.com, and I will get that sticker out to you. And this podcast is available via SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Facebook, all of it. Um, so definitely check it out and listen. And if you are listening to this via podcast, what is up? Hopefully you're out there making some money and being epic in the field. I'm glad you brought me with to work. So what's up? Be part of the nation. Be epic. Get a sticker. And as always, you know if you've seen the show that I am a sales rep for Window Cleaning Resource, thus the email address. That's super long. (laughs) But if you need anything, um, hit me up. Give me a call. Shoot me a text. Email me, whatever. My number, direct 862-312-2026. And every time a show comes out, I love to hear from you guys and gals saying, what's up? Love the podcast. Shoot me a text. Tell me if you like it, if you hate it, if I should get a new haircut, (laughs) whatever you want. I definitely appreciate it. Just love hearing from everybody that watches the show. It definitely makes doing this every week that much more awesome. And text me your ideas or email me your ideas for upcoming shows. That's why we are here. So with... uh, Everything said and done. Let's get to our shout-outs. Shout-outs of the week are going to be Zach Kinnan, K-I-N-N-A-N. Hopefully I'm saying that right. What is up? Uh, Robert Reese. Uh, Hey, how are you? Uh, Daniel Campbell uh, and Jonathan Bobowicz. Jonathan B. (laughs) What's up? What is up? You're the reason we're doing this show, I believe. So, what is up? Thanks for watching. And thanks for submitting your idea for the show. It definitely is appreciated and it makes this easier trying to come up with content every single week that you guys and girls actually want to watch. So, we're talking about hiring today. It's an interesting subject in general hiring because... You don't need to hire. Like, I know whenever you go to these shows and conventions and everything else, it's this big measuring contest and everybody wants to say, you know, um, hey, how many guys you got? And then you say, I'm a one-man show. And then they go, oh, don't worry, you'll get there. But it's not the case. If you are content being a one-man show, you're content being a one-man show. Like I always say, it's your business. You can't do anything wrong, right? Also... If you are by yourself, you don't have another truck payment, another insurance payment, all of the taxes that go along with hiring, the headaches of hiring, sick time, overbooking, all that other stuff. And when you make a dollar, you make a dollar. But, but, and there's always a but. (laughs) 
you are going to be capped at some point. There's only so much work you can do, even if you're as awesome as, say, oh, I don't know, Luke the window cleaner, right? Uh, you're going to be capped because there's only so much work that you can produce on your own. There's only so many hours in a day. There's only so many hours you can work without getting burnt out and hating life. There's just so much of that. If you go past that, it's not worth it. Everybody always, so we plowed, kind of to uh, get on a side subject here. I'm originally from Wisconsin, so of course we plowed. We had a big snowfall, 28 inches I believe it was in like no time. It was crazy. Well, we ran multiple trucks, which is all fine and dandy until you get 28 inches of snow. You can't push 28 inches of snow. So I worked, I was in a truck for 66 straight hours. Because I would pick people up and uh, I, you know, normally didn't even plow at the time, but it just felt wrong to have everybody else busting their hump without me busting my hump. So I was out there 66 hours leading a rotation, picking up guys, dropping guys off. We ran one truck instead with all these guys so we could keep them fresh. We knew it would be long. 66 hours in a truck. Think of 66 hours. I could have driven to California in 66 hours, right? That's a long time with no sleep, lots of caffeine, gut rot, just sitting there. My, I literally would, would um, rub the palm of your hand from doing this so much that it would be like red and like shiny. Like I'd rub all the texture off that part of my hand. Blisters, it was just something. But people would come to me and they'd say, man, oh man, that's awesome. You got to be loving this, making so much money. No, we were doing emergency pushes, which was a push to get in a driveway, which was not cleaning. It wasn't cleaning the edges with $100 a push. That means I would pull up to the driveway, put my plow down, push the snow forward, drop it down, push the snow forward to get down to the bottom, or I'd push it out to the street and push it off to the edge. Two swipes for $100. That would take me all of two minutes, $100 in two minutes. And people were ecstatic, and I couldn't get these people done quick enough because it was just that big of a snow emergency, and I hated it. I was telling people no. People are going, hold on a second. You're making $100 for two minutes of work, and you have as much of that as you possibly want, and you're saying no? Yeah, I sure as heck was because there's a point where you just can't do anymore. Money doesn't matter at a certain point. It's the same thing with window cleaning. If you're working seven days a week, 15 hour days, whatever, you're going to kill yourself. You're going to hate it. Money doesn't matter anymore. You want time. You want relaxing. You want just time to just be with family. And so you have to either decide to cap yourself or you need to hire. Now, just a tip for you guys that are saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to cap myself. Continue to take on new clients at an elevated rate, charging 25%, 50% more when a new client calls. You're going to have a lower close rate, but the people who are going to say yes, it's going to be a lot more worth adding those people and eventually losing other customers. So remember, sell or die, always be taking in new stuff, even if it's at an accelerated uh, pay rate so that it makes things worth. But anyway, back to hiring. First and foremost, you need to know if you are ready to hire. If you are to the point where, and I said this when I started my business, I didn't want to go crazy. I wanted it to be a job. 
our wives. I didn't want to run my life through this because I have a wife, I have kids, I have dogs and a life and I want to I wanted to do entrepreneurial things to have a life. So I decided I'm going to work normal hours and that's what I did. So when I hit a certain point, I actually started in hiring somebody pretty pretty darn quick just because I wanted somebody to talk to. As you can tell, I like talking. But um, when you get to that point where you're doing your eight-hour-a-day thing and you can't keep up, you're booked out for so long, you need to look at bringing somebody else in so you can continue to grow, you can continue to get the work done in a reasonable amount of time, and you can take on more work as it comes in. If you've hit that cap, that's what it's time to do. But now realize, if you're working, your schedule is not out weeks and weeks and weeks, but you are out a week and you have seven hours and you're like, oh man, I could really use somebody else. Now all of a sudden, in your eight-hour day, you now are only working four hours. And now you have somebody else coming in to work four hours. They're not going to be very happy working only four hours a day. Unless that's what they're hired on for, right? And then you're growing before it's time to grow. But if you are weeks out, right? I know people who are booked out months, which I think is a little crazy, but again, your business, do whatever you want. If you are booked out that far, take on somebody else. Get that work shorter. So if you're three months out, now you're only a month and a half with two people. You can keep booking people out that far. It's time to grow. Now, hiring on somebody sucks. Employees suck. They suck. They call out. They, they're sick. They don't care about your business like you do. They never, ever, ever will. So you have to understand that and adjust to that. But there's a few things that help is once you find that you are ready for employees, you have to get the applicants, right? You have to bring people on and hiring employees is like fishing, like, you know, tuna fishing or whatever, where they put these giant nets out and they catch a whole bunch of crap, but inside there is the fish that they actually want. That is hiring. Why? Is because, ask anybody, ask anybody on the forums, when you do applicants, if you set up three interviews, you will get none or one, guaranteed. Unless you have the magic wand, please comment down below and tell me I'm wrong. It just isn't going to happen. It, it, the people just, it is, it is always, always like that, no matter what you pay, no matter how nice you are, the work environment, anything. So you have to have lots of applicants and lots of people to kind of do the process. And what I do to get applicants is there's a few of my personal favorites. Now, Craigslist is one, but you get a lot of crap people from Craigslist, but you get a lot of them and it's free. So in most areas, some areas are actually charging now to post jobs, but it's free in some areas. So when you put out an application, and people are sending them in. If they just seem halfway worth the damn, give them an interview. You know, you'd be surprised. Some people are really bad at interviewing. Some people are really bad at filling out resumes. Some people are just blanketing. But they might be the right person, right? We're all glorified janitors that were just, you know, you, you think back to that side of things where there's that guy that's just pushing the broom down your school hallway that hates life. That's what people think we are, Right? So you need to kind of let people into your world to a certain degree. Let them see, hey, this is something you could really, really like. The freedom, the working outside, the blah, 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 right? So getting a lot of applicants. Craigslist is a great one to get a lot of them in. You really got to weed through them. 
But if they seem worth a damn, give them an interview. If you uh, have a few bucks to burn, trying in like a monster is a good one. Something like Indeed, if you've heard of that one, is more corporate side of things. We haven't really had much luck, and I don't know many, many people who have. Again, let me know if you have, but that might not be one to go. But Monster's a great one because you do pay for it, but you get better leads because people are going to a little bit more effort than on Craigslist when they're looking for, you know, uh, free stuff to buy and they decide to apply for a job. You get just a different clientele. Another really, really good one is schools. Schools have work programs for colleges, what I'm saying. If it's a summer, summer helps nice if you can handle dealing with uh, the age of a young person, which I know I'm not that old, but there is a different mindset in a lot of the younger people. Now, I know, and I've seen somebody just on the forum the other day talking about, I'm 15 years old and I started a pressure washing company. I need some help doing this and this and this. Dude, you are a rarity. For the most part, when you hire young people, they don't care. That is my thoughts on things. I know that's a blanket statement, but that's why it's so hard for young people to find good work is because there's such a bad vibe for most of them. But I've had really good uh, high school students before that have worked for me, and I know you'll find some too. But in colleges, they're off for the, the summer. They're off for, they may be done with their semester, maybe looking for what they went to school for, but they need something to fill it in. So going through these schools, they want to place people in work in general. So that's another nice, really good free resource. Also, your city or state usually has a uh, hiring style kind of uh, department of employment or um, a job center or something like that where you're allowed to post for free because that's what they're doing is they're trying to get these people um, hired. Another one that we'll talk about in a few minutes in a little bit more detail is temps. Temps, you get people very quickly, you know. A thing is when you say, I need somebody, they're going to send you somebody. They're maybe not going to be who you want, but maybe they are. It's worth checking out. Uh, Facebook, throw something out there in your business once they share this. Tell people you know. Let them know to apply. You want to get as many people in the door as possible. Now, how do you take all of those things we said, get people in that want to actually work or even want to apply? It's putting out all of the benefits and perks that you have as a company. Now, that may be pay. Here's what we pay. Here's what you'll be after 90 days. Putting that out there. We also do full medical, dental, vision, term life, term disability. We also have a ping pong table and a break room. We do weekend parties. I always, I have a ping pong table in my shop. I have a break room with couches and fridge full of uh, drinks that uh, I, I want an amazing work environment and I want people to come through. When I do interviews, if I can get them in the door, we will walk the shop. And people will be like, is that a disco ball? Yeah, yeah, we have shop parties here sometimes on the weekend or, or whatever. Really? Is that a ping pong? Yeah, yeah, after we're done working, uh, we have ping pong tournaments and things like that. People are just like, wow. Like, money's one thing. Like I said, money before with the plowing thing. Money's all fine and dandy, but there's a lot more to happiness than money. Right? Money doesn't cause happiness, but you're a lot happier when you have it. Right? But 
Everything else, you want to work here. I've had people who could have gotten better jobs that I could not pay them a billion dollars. I just couldn't. But I could give them amazing freedom. I could give them an awesome work environment. I could give them anything that they wanted to help incentivize them to want to work for me. And that included ping pong tournaments. We had, we'd go to the store and buy those WWF like wrestling belts and we would have ping pong tournaments. And those belts were the winner of the ping pong tournament would get these. We'd have these just big boards and there's a whole thing come on. We'd have a grill. We have a grill at the shop that we would roll out. Guys would come back after a super hard week and I'd be cooking up steaks or something, you know. It was just an amazing work environment. That's what we wanted. We had accounts with bars and restaurants uh, or a bar and restaurant, really honed it down to one. But we could go in there and eat free food anytime we wanted. So we'd go out there all together and we'd be getting free food just to like, hey, when you guys are done, meet here. We're meeting here, meet here. All the work trucks would be lined up because that's where everybody would be. We'd be hooking it up with uh, some free food. We would make an amazing work environment so people want to work for me. Because money is not really what sells everything. It's maybe what opens up your eyes, but there's a lot of other things that are on there. Make an amazing work environment and you'll have people want to kind of come in. But here's how we would do. So when we interviewed people and they came into the shop, uh, we would set up days. So we would go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We would do interviews between, um, say, 8.30 and 9 because our crews would run at 9. We'd have our operations officers in early because they would sit in on the interviews. And uh, I would not have anything planned. Just like I have this show, maybe a couple bullet points, right? And I would just sit down with the people, get a vibe for them, be like, hey, cool, uh, what brought you in? You know, just getting a feel for them. That's what you want. I don't want to know and 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 get an actual feeling of, uh, so what was your previous employment? I may ask that, right? Um, but I'm not focused on that. I'm focused on what they'd say. If somebody says, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I worked for two years here, but man, me and the boss just never got along, you know, like he wanted this. And I'm like, dude, I, I can't do this anymore. And I left. And then the next job, like, we were going. And then uh, my manager, they switched managers on me. The guy was just a jerk. Like, I'm hearing that they don't work well for with management, right? Because that's what they're focused on in that. That's what I'm listening to. I don't care how many, you know, where they actually worked or what they did. It's nice to have experience, but it's nice to be able to train. But I'm getting those little feels. That is why. And everybody would laugh at me. All my employees and, and operations officers would sit through these things and would laugh at me. But I would go and I would say these cheesy questions, like just weird, weird questions. Like, would you rather be the best player on the worst team or the worst player on the best team? Stupid questions like that, right? That just make people sweat. And that wasn't my intention. kind of was. But I wanted to hear how people... Because if people, when they start elaborating, that's them talking. Right? If you say a regular question that they already in their brain prep for, you know, like why would why do you want to work here? They're gonna say, Well, because I would love and gainful employment with your company and I feel like I could grow and bring something to the team. Write that down in quotations. That will be every single person that you talk to. That's what they say. But I'm gonna ask some weird off the wall question where they go, Oh, uh the best or the worst, uh, uh well I you know I think I would rather be the um, best person on the team because I feel like that would help me bring people up, you know, or I'd rather be the worst person on the team because then I knew I was surrounded by people I could emulate, you know, I could be better, you know, how they answer those questions is really what you want. 
think of some search, you know, obscure interview questions and you'll find some really good gems out there and get people off their, their game and telling you really what they are. I like to get people to kind of tell me, you know, kind of who they are. Because like I said, interviews, some people suck at interviews. God, I had people, they were sitting in the interview and I'm like, I, I can't do this anymore. Everything you'd answer would be one, you know, what would you rather be? The worst player on the best team or best player on the worst team? Uh, best person. Oh, um, okay. Uh, how did you like working for uh, XYZ? It was good. Uh, okay. Like that is what you have to deal with sometimes. So getting people in an interview does not necessarily mean that they interview well. So, what we do to the next step, if I interview somebody and I get a good vibe, the guys get a good vibe, we just feel like something is right with this person, they're eager to work, they look like they would fit in. Another thing is sometimes people say that they love working outside and they love physical labor. You could tell they don't like physical labor. There's just stuff like that. And I know people aren't going to fit in that way. But people who do... We'll say, okay, this is the next part of our interview process. You've uh, made it. Uh, next week, we'd like you to start on Monday. We want you to do a full day with the guys. Go out. We'll get you a shirt. Uh, we'll get you out on the field. You'll just be their helper, seeing how things go. Put you out for a day. When you're done for that day, we'll pay you, and uh, we'll go from there. Now, what this does, and check with your local uh, ordinances or whatnot, but usually it's over a certain dollar amount that you actually have to file so anything under that is one day you're pretty much in the golden for that. But that gets you to see what the actual dynamic is. I may be a great talker, but you put me with your crew and I suck. I'll tell you a story. This is a true, honest to God story. We had a guy interviewed great. We went, man, this vibe is cool. Like this guy loves it. You know, he was just digging it. Oh man, dude, I'm super stoked to work here. Like this just seems like something that would be right up my alley. Cool, man. Have Come on in. He came in, gets in the truck, closes the door, and goes, Hey guys, before we drive off, I just want to give you something for you to take a look at throughout the day. And he hands him a packet. It's like three pages stapled together, all on marijuana laws and uh, uh, where to go to sign petitions to legalize marijuana. Now, let's talk drugs. I don't care. I don't care what you do. I don't drug test my employees because on the job... If I feel like there's an issue, you're going to have an issue. Workers comp, you're going to get drug, te- drug tested anyway. But what you do on the weekends, if you want to smoke or do whatever, I don't care. But I do care when you come in and the first thing you do is hand out. You brought multiple packets of marijuana literature in the effort to, to talk to everybody about your love for marijuana. There's probably not going to be a super great vibe so that already starts off the guys are like oh thanks okay they set it down the guy gets out some like custom gloves and he he, he wraps up his hands and he's he's talking about how his uh his skin can't get uh in water water can't touch his skin or he gets super irritated and it hurts his hands and then he can't move for a week and blah 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 and okay so that's weird because we deal with water all day long that 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 doesn't even sound like a thing but if you got a skin condition okay whatever it's strike two, right? The third one was they get to a house and they go, okay, so we just need to go up to that window up there um, and uh, take that screen down, blah, 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 blah. The guy takes two steps up on the ladder and the whole ladder is going, he's terrified of ladders, terrified. He said he was not scared of heights. He lied. So that is the reason. And that guy high five to you that I can tell stories about you. 
But that is the reason that we do not um, hire people on full like that because the first day you're going to find out a ton of stuff about people that you didn't know you're going to, you even needed to know. Stuff that you didn't even, there's no way that I could have ta- talked to you in an interview. Are you scared of ladders? There's no way in an interview I could say, hey, do you have a skin condition that doesn't allow you to work with water? Because you're applying to be a window cleaner, right? Which, by the way, skin conditions, whatever, can't fire somebody for that. But I can certainly say that this is not going to be the job for you because something's going to happen and it's just not, you know, it's just not a safe deal for you to do. But giving that first day, it allows you to really see who people are. A lot of you who watch the show have never met me. You don't know who I am or what I am or who I do or how I am or anything. You just know the show, right? I may do a show very well. I may speak well. I may not stumble when I speak or I may seem like I got it all in line, but yet you've never really met me. Spend a full day with me and you'll get to know me really pretty quick, right? So you have to kind of do that to get people in. When you get people in, there are two avenues of how to hire somebody you get that guy man you're gonna work out great we think you really like you we want to hire you now you can go the route of hiring them on yourself filling out all the stuff and paperwork and doing everything legally and sending in your taxes and all that other stuff or this is what we did because it was so much better so much better and uh, i've actually turned a lot of people to doing this but it's hiring them on through a temp agency. Now, let me explain. So we would have a person. We would hire you. Hey, uh, Joe, how are you? We'd like to hire you. Okay, hold on a second. Call up the phone. I'm going to call my my agency. And I'm going to say, hey, we got a new hire. Wants to have them hired on. Can you send uh, the rep uh, Monday they start? Okay, great. Monday, the rep comes. Guy's name was Tim. Awesome guy. He come in. Uh, Joe would come in. Hey, Joe, uh, I'm Tim. I uh, just got some paperwork for you to fill out. Cool. You guys get that handled. I'm going to get these guys out. I'm going to get the rest of the guys setting up because he's going to go and work with crews because he's new, right? But what Tim is doing is hiring them on through the temp agency. So now Joe is an employee through the temp agency but works for me. Here's where that benefits. There's so many reasons that that is amazing. Certainly look it up. Express is one of them that is a nationwide one. There's a bunch of other ones. Check them out, but here's why. We paid 38% for one of those employees. So if I pay you $10 an hour for even numbers, I'm really paying you $13.80 to the payroll company. Now you may go, what? Yeah, employees are expensive. That is pretty dang close to what you'd pay anyway. Now, workers' comp, for us was 35%, right? I think that was right. Anyway, 35%, right? So I'm only paying a few more percentage for them to handle everything else, everything else, including workers' comp. So now Joe comes in. Joe has medical, dental, vision, term life, term disability, all through that company. I don't have to deal with it, but I can offer that as a perk because my employees have full benefits, which is huge, especially in our industry, especially getting qualified candidates in. I don't have to pay the taxes. I don't have to pay the workers' comp. I don't have to deal with blah, 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 blah. I don't have to deal with any of that. They deal all that. They submit everything. And when the state calls and says, hey, uh, you got employees, we need to go ahead and verify everything. And go, I don't have employees. They're actually the temp agency's employees. Like, oh, okay, great, thank you. They do everything through the temp agency. I don't have to deal with any of that. Just the, the, the release, I got to write a check. That is literally all they do. Thursdays come, the guy's got the checks 
Payroll check. Boom, 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 boom. Put them all in their slots. When they come in, they got the check Thursday when they're done with work. And all I had to do was write one check for everything. They handled everything else. Everything else. And they get paid vacation. They get paid holidays. They get paid sick time. All through the payroll company. Benefits. Crazy, crazy, all for a little bit of money. The other nice thing, and you're going to laugh. The other nice thing is I can fire them anytime I want because if you're in a rights-work state or not rights-work state, it doesn't matter because they're not your employees. A temp agency works like this. They take Joe and they give it to you. And they say, here you go. Uh, Use Joe as long as you'd like. Uh, When you're done with Joe, just let us know and uh, we take care of everything. So if Joe's in my office and he farts in my office and it pisses me off, I can call the temp agency and say, hey, I no longer need Joe. They call Joe and say, hey, Joe, uh, your employment, uh, we're going to have to move you somewhere else, is no longer with this company. I'm not paying unemployment. I don't care about the laws and, oh, well, it wasn't in the employee manual and it wasn't anything. If somebody does something that is absolutely unbelievable in my side, which I don't I don't let go of people very often at all because we have a really good work environment. I don't need to. But if anything happens, then I'm covered. It doesn't necessarily matter on what they do. And I'm going to tell you a story. I'm not going to tell you the place, but this is a true life story. Somebody in a guard house shack at a, a facility that had guard towers, check-in stations, was caught masturbating multiple times, but it was never in the employee literature that you couldn't do that. So when every time they would try to let him go, the union would bring him back and say, hey, you didn't say that, you didn't specify that. This is not a joke. This is a real thing that happened. I don't have to worry about any of that. I just have to worry about that if you're a good employee, you're gonna, I want you here, right? Same thing, if I'm a good employer, you wanna stay here. Now, the same thing what they can do is go, hey, I don't like this company, I need you to place me somewhere else. They can call them and do that. Never had anybody do that, but they can. The other thing is that when they leave, if I don't let them go, they could have a job the next day. So I'm not screwing my employees. I'm not letting them go and then just them being unemployed and having to do the unemployment thing. They're with this temp agency. So many benefits of that. So many benefits to that. Look into that. The other nice thing with a temp agency is if for whatever reason you got a big project, I just need one guy. I need one guy to pull hoses. I just need a guy. They'll send you a guy. They'll charge you a lot more, like 48% usually, somewhere in that, or 45% for a guy that they sent you. But you'll get a temp. You'll get them the next day. You don't have to do any of the paperwork. They've already done it. He shows up and does what you tell him to do. It's sometimes a big, big benefit. But those are the things you need to look at. Look into a temp agency, even if you have employees now. Look into a temp agency. You are going to be so stoked you did. And uh, yeah, what's up? Uh, I'll take a high five next time I see you for the awesome information. But they pay everything. Even if they're in this temp agency, you need to make them happy. So have a work environment that they want to stay at. And you're going to build something. I've had guys who've gotten offers for $2 an hour more, blah, 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 blah. They go, yeah, but I just like it here. I like it here. I like everything about this place. Like, make it an amazing work environment, and they won't focus as much on the pay. If I could pay them $40 an hour, I would. But we can't do that sometimes, you know? So making it an amazing work environment is so much better. But the last bit of information that you need to hear and understand, 100% understand, is the ABH theory. You've heard of ABS, right? Always be selling. Or ABC, always be closing. You need the ABH, always be hiring. 
Why? Because you're going to screw yourself if that giant process that we just talked about, if you need to do that all over again because somebody quits today. I've gotten calls. Hey, uh, just call and see where you're at, man. You're like, it's 10 minutes past your time. Everything cool? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I quit. Uh, I'm just not coming anymore, but uh, thanks for your time. What? What? We, you got to be in a truck like in 10 minutes to get out of here. How is it? That happens, right? If you're always hiring and you always have people past all those processes, then you have pools of people to pick from and say, hey, uh, Johnny, uh, yeah, we went through the process a couple weeks back. <clears throat> Wondering if you're still looking for I am still looking for work. Awesome, man. We want you to come in and uh, start tomorrow. What? Yeah, definitely. You can do that then because you're always hiring. You're never screwing yourself. The people who screw themselves with employees do not have that pool. They don't, they're not always hiring. They're always looking to hire. That's what the problem is. So always be hiring. But understand when you get to that point of hiring employees, it is a step. Do your research. Find a temp agency. You will love me for that. There's so much other BS rigmarole that goes through hiring on the opposite side. You get past all of that for a couple extra percent. And uh, the benefits just totally, totally outweigh the uh, cons a couple percent. So anyway. That's our show. Thank you. All of you watching, still at this point, you are now part of the nation. What's up? Be epic. You are epic. Go ahead and email me your address for the sticker, josh at windowcleaningresource.com. And even better is you ordering supplies through me because that's how I make money for doing podcasts like this, right? So call me direct. It's 862 312 2026. Or you can text that number. Even better, I text all day long. All day long. Facebook message me. Uh, you know my name. And uh, email me. Josh at Window Cleaning Resource. Like the sticker. Shoot me an email. For anything else, I could certainly help you. You can also vox me. Uh, smoke signals. Whatever you want. I will get you set up. Or if you just have questions about supplies, I can also help you with that. So definitely do that. Be part of the nation. Watch the show every week. Make sure to thumbs up anywhere you can. Comment anywhere you can because that is the best thing you can possibly do and if you are on our youtube channel make sure to subscribe because you will not miss any of the other great content on here like luke steve-o window Klein, and all those guys right Tradman, man Girl, some of my hugest hugest fans uh yeah watch them all they're all worth watching learn and uh yeah. thanks for watching have a great week we will talk to you next week